It happens to be a very auspicious day for us, any day to have this kind of gathering with saintly persons, sincere persons like yourself, is certainly auspicious in my estimation. But today, if you'll allow me, I know I've spoken for some time, forgive me, but we've covered some ground in terms of what we wanted to cover, but it happens to be an auspicious day that's very important to us. And um, you should mark the day on your calendar, those of you who got initiated today. Hmm? Very easy to do so. This is a day in which we remember and commemorate the passing of Pujapad Bhaktirakshakshida Dev Goswami Maharaj from the world. Bhaktirakshakshida Dev Goswami Maharaj Kijan. And so, as you know, he's played a very important role in my life. And so, those whose attention and whose interest I have here, he's playing a very important role in your lives as well. So I will say a few words. I was very uh, fortunate to have the company of Pujapad Sridhar Marsh when Prabhupada was um, passing from the world hmm, um, about maybe a month before, hmm, a month or six weeks before, I was with Prabhupada. And my godmother, Tamal Krishna Marsh, asked Prabhupada that Prabhupada, we don't know how to perform the funeral rites if you should pass from the world, which seemed imminent. And so, how will we do that? He said, for that you can ask my, you can ask Narayan Maharshi Navadweep, who presided over the sannyas of Prabhupada and, and so forth, and was familiar with such procedures and so forth. And so, to the surprise of a number, to myself at least, um, Tamal Krishna Maharshi then said, Prabhupada, after you leave, is there anybody else that we can consult with? And of course, you know the famous saying, well, what Prabhupada said, he said, for philosophy, my godbrother, B.R. Sridhar Maharaj of Navadip. So That was the last thing he said about Sridhar Maharaj. I was massaging Prabhupada's feet at the time. And I thought, well, that's interesting. What, what did it meant? What were the implications of it? And so forth. Not something I was trying to, you know, think out at the time. I had been given a shift from one in the morning to three in the morning to chant. Because we were doing a 24-hour kirtan for Prabhupada. So there's some of us there, there weren't that many, and so I had to shift by myself from one to three chanting. Hmm? So I would sit and chant Hare Krishna Mantra for Prabhupada. And, uh, I was sitting one night and singing, and I was keeping this month, this melody, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This is very Prabhupada-esque. You know, he didn't have a lot of fancy melodies, and he kind of played down the musical side of of the kirtan. So I was chanting this mantra and I was this melody, and I was thinking, I don't want to get distracted even by the musical, you know, side of the kirtan. I want to just do a bona fide. <laughs> It was a simple kind of thinking on my part, kirtan for Prabhupada, and this melody came out of his mouth. It was the first one I heard hmm? when I was young and I joined, and we lived in a preaching center in Northern California. And uh, I would listen to Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, and cook chapatis. Hmm? Waiting for them to as Prabhupada said, smile by by puffing up, you know. <laughs> I got one to smile. This is how he 
we began in, in, in those days. So th- that really stuck with me, that mantra. And, and so I, that melody, so I was chanting for Prabhupada and I was thinking, I just want to be connected to the Guru Parampara. You're going to pass from the world, I want to be connected to the Guru Parampara. Hmm? So Prabhupada had a, his assistant, was also there doing things, and he, and, and he was sit, sitting at his head and I was sitting at Prabhupada's feet and chanting. And Prabhupada turned to him and said, who's that chanting? He said, oh, that's Tripurari Maharaj. Prabhupada looked up and looked at me and just nodded his head like this. And I thought, oh, he's... You know, he, he, I didn't put it together at the time, but I thought he's, he's approved of my chanting. Hmm? And what I was praying for in the context of chanting, just let me connect, be stay connected to the Guru Parampara. Later I kind of, as you see, I kind of connected these, these dots. Hmm? Because after a few years of Prabhupada's passing, there were some problems with the leadership and that we weren't, some of us weren't feeling nourished and so forth. And by force of circumstances, actually, I came in touch with Pujapat Sridhar Marsh and his teachings. And uh, when I first, um, there was a book published by some of my godbrothers who had been exiled from ISKCON for their uh, affinity for him. And and uh, uh, one of my godbrothers handed me the book, one of the books, uh, Sri Guru and His Grace. And the whole problem at the time was, what is Guru Tattva? How will the succession go on? How to understand this this uh, this subject? Hmm? So I read the book and I thought, I'll you know, some people they say by this time that the the administration of Iskand had said you can't hear from him. Of course, I knew that you could, because Prabhupada said it. But I was a faithful follower. I'm independent-minded, but uh, I'm a good boy also. <laughs> so. I, uh, I thought I'll read the book. Someone had gathered it to me, given it to me, and said, "Marsh, you're a good preacher, and you know the philosophy. Can you read this and tell me what's wrong with it? Because I couldn't find anything wrong with it." So I said, "Okay, I'll check it out. It must be something. I'm sure he must be a sadhu, but there must be something there for them to have made in, you know, this this mandate. No one can go there." When Prabhupada said we could, and so I read the book, and I read, and I read, and I wept, and I wept, and I wept, and I thought, oh. I'm used to turning people's heads. Prabhupada turned my head, and I was a good preacher, pretty good preacher. I could sell a lot of books. Prabhupada said I was a good book distributor, <laughs> and and I was also able to preach to devotees. So I would, you know, suit up in secular clothes and go out with the devotees and sell books and and preach to them how to sell books. And, and then I'd go back to the temple and give classes and so forth. I was kind of my, my own tattva, in a way. I was in the GBC and. And um, and I stayed amongst the common folk, but I also, you know, in time, in 1975, I took sannyas from Prabhupada. So, at any rate, um, uh, I, I read the book and I wept. I thought, no one can turn my head like this, but my guru. I said, and I was thinking, this is extraordinary. The way he's speaking, this is affecting me like, just like Prabhupada. I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for maybe there'll be a problem here and I'll sort it out. And so my head was just turned, my heart. I, mean, I thought, he, this is, he's answering, the, he's, he's the solution to the problem. And then, you know, the bells went off for philosophy. My God, with her, and then it all comes like that. And then Prabhupada looking, 
You want to be, I want to be connected to the Guru Parampara. All these things just hit me like this. And the dots were connected. Prabhupada gave me his blessing. I would remain connected to the Guru Parampara. I was massaging his feet. He gave the hint. Hmm? Philosophy. My God was there. Bira Shida Marsh. With Navadip. Sometimes some of my God brothers say, Oh, so he said one small thing and you're going to make a whole, you know, case out of that. Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. It's only four words. <laughs> the, whole, the whole Bhagavatam opens on that basis. This is the argument Eva Goswami gives. He says, Vyasa's sutras are very short, but they're very big in their implications. Hmm? So, <laughs> so I went. By, I think actually what happened was I developed affinity for Sridhar Marsh hmm, and his teaching. And so I met with the devotees who had been excommunicated and they said, Marsh, you're such a prominent person. If you, you just stay in ISKCON and, you know, circulate around and when you find an opening, you know, share these teachings, surely everybody will appreciate it. And, you know, shortly... We thought soon everybody will understand that, that such a capable person is there to help us. Hmm? To help us do what Prabhupada wanted, which was to carry on ourselves. Hmm? To be, to fill his shoes and leadership and spiritual leadership. That's what Prabhupada wanted, and, and there's no question of that. Hmm? He wanted his own disciples to lead and so forth. Hmm? But hmm, by the transcendental arrangement, some help was left behind. And you should know, the last thing that Prabhupada said about Pujapat Sridhar Maharaj hmm, is the same thing that Prabhupada first said about Sridhar Maharaj in his letter to Chutananda, who was asking for help and association while he was stranded in India and Prabhupada was in America. He said, if you want the association of a Siksha Guru, I can advise you this. Go and hear from my God, Brother B.R. Sridhar Maharaj of Nibbadweep, Nibbadweep. Hmm? whom even I consider is my Siksha Guru, so what to speak of the benefit that you will gain from him. These are the two ends of the spectrum. In between there were some other things said, hmm? all favorable things, except one letter. Hmm? The prophet criticized Sridhar Maharaj. When we showed the letter to Sridhar Maharaj, he said, oh, Swami Maharaj, such a friend. He doesn't even spare me in his criticisms. Hmm? Uh, then he had his own explanation and so forth. But So, I, I, I'm just telling how I, you know, came, became connected to him. I hope you, you bear with me. Um, so I circulated in Iskon, and and then I got found out that I had an affinity for Sridhar Maharaj, and then, then I was um, the doors, the North American temples were, were closed to me suddenly. So you had to kind of go on your own on the strength of your faith. So. I took the shelter of Sridhar Marsh and um, he encouraged me that I asked what service I can do after some time. He said, you know everything. Swami Maharaj, your Prabhupada has taught you everything. Go and start something and uh, preach. Hmm? And, and uh, if you need, I'll be in the background to give support. So we started our mission in this way. Hmm? under the uh, auspicious blessing of Pujapachita Maharaj. She was very, very affectionate. Hmm? One time I came to him in, in, I believe it was during the Kartik, and, and when I arrived, he said, so, Tripura Maharaj, is there any news? Because these were very, like, hot times in ISKCON, you know. 
I mean, all kind of things were happening that were like, wow, that's weird. And it was like things that made the news and everybody heard and talked about. This one has left, this one has left. And the news was that, that Bhagwan had left and Brahmanan, or and uh, Babanan, these are my godbrothers. Hmm? I offer my respect to them. Bhagavan Das, Babananda, and Rameswar. Hmm? They had left within the same month, really. Hmm? And so that was the news. It was not good news. And Sridhar Maharaj asked, he was concerned about Iskon. They had um, excommunicated anybody who had affinity with for him, hmm? connection with him, on the strength of Prabhupada's own advice to get siksha, philosophy, from him if he felt a need. Hmm? And so some had done so, hmm? even with the permission of the authorities at the time, but then they were cut off and so some of them went with their feelings, hmm? their affinities for Sridhar Maharaj, naturally. Hmm? He was their guru. Hmm? They were experiencing Vande Gurun, the opening words of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Vande Gurun. Gurun is in the plural. Hmm? We went over this earlier as we began. Hmm? The plurality of gurus is a very different thing for us because we just had Prabhupada. He answered everything. Hmm? To find the second guru, so that this is weird. How does this work? Uh, and, but then we found it's there in the scripture. It's, it's very well detailed. In fact, it's, it happens often. Hmm? Hmm? It happened for all the six Goswamis. Hmm? Hmm? And it's a positive thing. Hmm? Hmm? And in the absence of our Diksha Guru, who's also our Siksha Guru, what? Oh, uh, that would be a, a good time <laughs> to get some help if it was it was available. And if it was advised by your own Guru. Hmm? I want to say that if you study carefully everything that Prabhupada said about Pujapad Sridhar Maharaj, it's very clear that he wanted his disciples to be able to take advantage of the realizations of Sridhar Maharaj. But the circumstances in ISKCON did not, and outside of ISKCON, did not allow it to happen fully in his presence. It happened to some extent, Nachutananda and some others, with Prabhupada's permission, took shelter of Sridhar Maharaj for some time until Prabhupada returned to India. But there were other circumstances. Sridhar Maharaj was a very broad-minded person. And so other members of Gaudiya Math would come and get his counsel and so forth. And while Prabhupada wanted us to have his association, he was also concerned that might bring in the association of some others who were less desirable. And so he made efforts and then he thought, well, maybe this isn't going to work and and so on. But in the end, as I said, he said, as he said in the beginning, the implication is, if the circumstances are all right, hmm, and there's no negative repercussions, not coming from Sridhar Maharaj, but other, circum- other extenuating circumstances, it's clear and made clear, I want you to be able to take advantage of this. I've taken advantage of this. Prabhupada told us, told Hamza Duda, everything I learned, I learned from Sridhar Maharaj. It means, Sridhar Maharaj lived in the house of Prabhupada for six years in Calcutta. That's like... You know, you invite a guest over, and he stays for six years. That's India. <laughs> so, 
and they wrote their Bhagavad Gita commentaries together at the same time in, in Prabhupada's house. Hmm? And Sridhar Maharaj was very close to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. After Saraswati Thakur would give a lecture, many devotees would gather around Sridhar Maharaj and, and ask for further explanation. He, he could catch it. So that was his, his nature, it was like that. Hmm? And so Prabhupada learned many, many things about the, the theory, the theory of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, which is required you know, for, for preaching. Hmm? Prabhupada was his own person, obviously. Hmm? And uh, he would have done a- anyway, but this is the history of his, his life. Hmm? Um, amongst all of his godbrothers, Sridhar Maharaj was, was closest with him. Sridhar Maharaj knew his family very well. I mean, he lived with them, for, with his wife and kids, for six years. So they were, they were close. Hmm? So, so I told him, I said, he was asking me, I was saying, he asked me that on this occasion, what is the news? And I could understand he had already heard the news of these godbrothers of mine leaving. And that was bad news. And he was thinking, is it true? Did it really happen? And I didn't want to confirm it. Because I could feel how painful that would be to him. So I had one little piece of good news and I offered that up. He said, oh, very good. Is there anything else? Hmm? And I was silent. Hmm? And then he said, I heard that Bhavananda and Rameswar and Bhagavan, they have left their Shraddha. Hmm? Is it true? And I had to say, yes, it's true. They have left. Hmm? And he began to weep. Hmm? And in Los Angeles, where I had, was near at the time, before I came at that time to, to would be, they were celebrating mm, the departure of these persons from the mission. So this contrast, it just hit me very, you can imagine, very powerfully. Hmm? And he says, I cannot tolerate that, that they have come to Mahaprabhu's mission, to Swami Maharaj, Prabhupada. Hmm? And what is this gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? It's so extraordinary. They come so close to this, and they will, and they, by circumstance, they will go away. I cannot tolerate that. What Swami Maharaj Prabhupada has done, he said, hmm, all Gaudiyas are so proud of him. Hmm? We couldn't figure out how that would ever happen. We tried to think of it allegorically or metaphorically. Hmm? He's done it. Hmm? Objectively. Hmm? All Gaudiyas are so proud of what he's done. All Hindus are so proud of what All of India hmm, is so proud of him. Hmm? The whole world will be proud of what he's done. Hmm? And then he went into what he has done, what he has given, what is the benediction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what is the gift, hmm? and how he, he, he gave this gift of nectar. Hmm? Chaitanya Charit Amritam, the immortal nectarine character of consciousness. What is the prospect of consciousness deep within the ocean of the subjective world? What possibilities lie there? Hmm? He's given this to the world. When Prabhupada was coming on the boat, he said, and Chaitanya Charitamrita, 
I'm living on this. Hmm? I cannot eat and I cannot sleep and my heart is stopping. Hmm? And I'm living on the nectar of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? He gave this to the world. And Siddhartha said, we are so proud of him and that some can come hmm? and serve him so in a dedicated way. Hmm? And they leave, I cannot tolerate this. Hmm? And as he began to cry, I was so. I thought, I am in the right place. Hmm? I am in the right place. Prabhupada has, has has more than fulfilled my aspiration. Please keep me connected with the Guru Parampara. Hmm? And so, you cannot be in that kind of company and not be affected, blessed. Hmm? So I owe great debt to Pujapachita Marsh, my Siksha Guru. No one has helped me more to appreciate the contribution of, of Om Vishnupad, Esi uh, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, my Siksha Guru also, my Diksha Guru, my Initiating Guru, my Nam Guru, my Mantra Guru, my Sannyas Guru. Hmm. So I owe a debt to him and he asked me, Pujapachinoj, try to do relief work. Devotees are coming and they're leaving. Hmm? And they're not getting enough nourishment. So go and try to do relief work. Preach to devotees. Try to help them. Hmm? So, for 30 years now, <laughs> this was 30 years ago, I've been doing relief work and a little outreach. Sometimes some new person comes like Hmm. Amal Krishna does. Hmm. Hmm. But m- many, many older, senior to him in many ways, they're going out the back door, discouraged, hmm. thinking maybe it wasn't what we thought it was. It wasn't the great thing that we thought it was. I mean, there are other things to do. Hmm. So I, in my small way, I tried to help. And in this country, I've had some success. And some of you, I've come now for how many years I've been coming here? Ten years I'm coming. Hmm? <laughs> and so I've been able to, by His grace and the grace of Prabhupada, who obviously wanted the same thing, He once told us, we have enough devotees, we should stir the milk now, boil the milk, hmm? go a little deeper. Hmm? Naturally, it will overflow, and others will come. Hmm? This is the real method. Hmm? So, by the grace of my gurus, and we are just, you know, emphasizing Sridhar influence today is the day of his disappearance. Hmm? I've been a little successful, and I'm very, uh, and it's helped me to grow. Hmm? Hmm? So, I'm indebted to all of you for giving me the opportunity to explain the teachings as I've understood them according to my realization and I can say that what my gurus have blessed me I can tell you if you want to know what is your realization I can only tell you that I've been blessed hmm? I have nothing I've been blessed that's all I have hmm? I did not come up empty-handed and try to take the, the advantage of their good their good company hmm? So, 
and largely this relief work, helping other devotees, this is the influence of Sridhar Maharaj. He was there by this force of, by the transcendental arrangement to, to give some advice, to give some help, some counsel. And, and he, that is, belongs to all of you. That is everyone's property. That wisdom, that insight, the kindness, affection, so much affection. Hmm? Not by some law or something that, that came under that influence or out of some, but, but out of that affection. And, and someone who knew Prabhupada so well, I mean in a deep way. Hmm? Some of us as students knew him in a more pragmatic, practical way. He wanted to do like this, he wanted to do it like that, but these are details. Hmm? You wanted to manage it like this, and you wanted to organize it like that, and how you manage it is not the key to the success. Prabhupada's with success was not that he was a good manager. Hmm? His success that he was, he, he was, well, as he said himself, purity is the force, not good management to make up for lack of purity. If we have lack of purity, we'll try to make some rules here, and then we'll, you know, we won't need to be. Pure, we'll just make new rules and make it work a different way. Hmm? Then we don't have to worry. We don't need real gurus, they can come and go. We just arrange it differently. This is not a good idea. This is not what Prabhupada did. Hmm? There was a problem with Godiamat. Hmm? Prabhupada went according to his convictions and did something else. Prabhupada told me many times, many, many times, hmm? because I was a book distributor and, you know, we, I would encourage others to distribute books and so forth. And so, sometimes devotees complained about the book distribution. I mean, we could have done better. <laughs> but we did what we could. You know, we were young people and trying our best. So sometimes devotees would complain in the way we were distributing books. And so the complaints would come to Prabhupada. And Prabhupada told me many times, he said, he said, one thing he said, if there's... No complaints, you should know. There's no preaching. <laughs> so, if they're complaining, don't be discouraged by that. <laughs> if there's no complaint, there's no preaching. And if you are sincere, then you do your, your own way. And if you're sincere, then set a better example. In other words, they're saying you should do it a different way, but they're not doing anything, he said. You're actually doing it. <laughs> so you're actually selling the books. So this is our standard, he said. If you have a better way, you think, then you try, you show it by your example, and if they're sincere, then they will they'll appreciate something like that. So according to my conviction, I tried to... I'm doing, I'm a little different, so I've gone a little different way than some of my God brothers and God sisters. But I have not gone without guidance. Hmm? I have not gone without being under the thumb of real spiritual authority. Hmm? And this was, this is, was my aspiration, always. Hmm? And I maintain this principle, and it's Prabhupada's principle. Purity, that is the force. Hmm? That was spread consciousness, Krishna consciousness. You can manage one way or another way, 108 million different ways to manage things. This is the realm of relativity, to organize a, 
a sect and so on and so forth. Hmm? They will have some success on some level that needs to be managed. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was the pure force of Gaudiya Math and Tirtha Maharaj was the manager. Hmm? So, management's important. That's a fact. Hmm? Especially if you have a large group to organize it and so forth. Hmm? But what will you manage? That's the question. Hmm? What will you organize? Unity is good, but unity of what? You have to have unity of purity, purity of purpose, purity of theory. Hmm? The theory must be pure and accurate. Hmm? And some real acquaintance with it is required also. That will lead us happily. Hmm? I found that in Sridhar Marsh. So, uh, as I say, his wisdom, his affection, his realization and so forth, that's the property of all of you. So, I would labor to try to share that in my own words and and let us glorify him a little bit on this day. Pujapad Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai Gauranga Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Sinitai Chand Ki Jai Shri Sri Radha Govinda Ki Jai Krishna Balaram Ki Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanande Jai